0: Welcome to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, where Bob discusses anything and everything related to employee ownership. Bring it in, Bob. So great to be with you again, Bob. I guess uh, since we talked last, there's been some recent news uh, at HB Global in the last few weeks. Can you share a little bit about that?
1: Yes, we have some really exciting news. Uh, We've uh, completed the acquisition of the Bell Company, uh, which is headquartered in Rochester, New York, but predominantly does business in the Baltimore, Washington, Richmond and uh, Charleston, South Carolina markets. And so really excited to have the 240 employees uh, from the Bell Company and join us as employee owners. Uh, this is really a wonderful compliment to our Nash uh, Plumbing and Mechanical and William R. Nash businesses in that will, it will allow us uh, to service uh, the large national general contractors uh, for federal work, uh, prison work, uh, hospital work, really from Philadelphia Uh, to Miami. Uh, So we're really excited uh, about the addition of the Bell Company and what it allows us to do uh, for our large national general contracting customers.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So what, what made Bell, the Bell Company, a good fit for HB Global?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, like any successful acquisition, it has a culture that we feel is aligned. Maybe not exactly like what HB Global was like, but it's one that's really focused on creating a great place uh, to work for its employees and also does great work. And I think, you know, one of the things that sticks out about the Bell Company is their reputation in the marketplace around the work that they do and that we will uh continue to be able to serve our customers in a way that makes all of our employee owners uh, proud uh, of what we do and so you know i think those things are it's it's always culture uh first and then uh you know after that i think it's an acquisition that allows us to create uh value for our employee owners Uh, We believe really strongly that these are great markets to be in. Uh, We're largely in the upper end of the markets today, Uh, but over time, we'll be able to add capabilities, uh, you know, in uh, different types of construction, as well as special projects and service uh, to round out our service in these markets. And so uh, we, we really are excited to have the Bell Company part of our portfolio.
0: Yeah, sounds like a great fit. So I think this is HB Global's 23rd acquisition, if you include the full divisions and the bolt-ons. And this was a full division acquisition. So what's the difference between a full division acquisition and a bolt-on?
1: Well, a big part of our strategy uh, is to assess who's gonna operate the business. We are relatively decentralized and give a lot of autonomy to the divisions. And so, uh, A company like the Bell Company has, uh, you know, significant size and breadth to their organization. We're going to allow them to continue to run in large part like they have in the past. It's a big part of our strategy. It's one of the important things uh, that we believe leads to our success, you know, post transaction. Uh, is that, you know, we engage the leaders of this business to continue to operate in much the same way they have in the past. We certainly do some financial reporting things for some consistency uh, so that we can uh, compare our businesses and learn from each other. Uh, But I think, you know, what the Bell Company employees will find, and frankly, the companies of our other divisions that we've added, that we give a a large amount of autonomy autonomy to them to continue to operate the way they historically have. Now, a bolt-on acquisition, generally speaking, is a little smaller, uh, and it's an acquisition that we made to strategically add to one of our divisions. And so they're integrated into our division. They don't have uh, near the autonomy uh, to operate themselves uh, probably like they had in the past. They become part of the division for which they're part of. Uh, and in some cases, you know, that allows, they have a lot of autonomy to continue to operate in the market they're in. Or in some cases, it adds to what we do in that division. So it's really much, uh, it's dictated much more by the specifics of the acquisition than just some general rule, which with the division acquisitions we do, we want them to continue to do what's made them great.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. I think this uh, is a really important question, but how many acquisition opportunities have you turned down? And what? What makes you decide not to pursue some of those acquisitions?
1: Well, firstly, I think uh, there's acquisitions that we're not interested in, you know, every week, you know, so uh, we're our uh, development team led by Kyle Seaman is, you know, scouring the market for potential companies. Uh, to acquire. And a week doesn't go by that there isn't a company that doesn't fit what we need. It could be uh, the end market that they're serving. It could be um, the geography that they're in. It could be size. Uh, But every week, you know, there's acquisition opportunities uh, that we don't take any further than just an initial review of the company. Um, and then the next stage are companies that we'll actually have a conversation with. And so every process, you know, that's the first hurdle is, you know, are we going to spend the time to have a conversation with the company? And I would say of the companies we talk to, we probably end up completing a transaction in one of 15 or one of 20. Um, and so you know, that kind of gives you an idea uh, of where it goes. Almost uh, our our process is we have a first initial discussion. The next step is uh, if we like what we hear and think that they could potentially uh, be a great addition to HB Global, uh, we'll have a face-to-face meeting with feel that that's very important. That's generally a half a day where we're talking a lot about the business, but it gives us a really good feel culturally uh, of what we're dealing with. And from there is generally when we're looking to get a letter of intent. And you know, if we get a letter of intent, almost all of those mm-hmm. acquisitions uh, get completed at that point.
0: Do you turn down some partway through that process and just to step we, away?
1: We do. And it's in, in our case, uh, there's, uh, I think, been two or three over that entire history. You know, so probably 10 percent or so that we do letter of intent that haven't gotten completed. Uh, I would say there was one from a cultural standpoint, there was one that a lawsuit came up so it totally changed the financial parameters of the deal. It's really not common for us to walk away uh, you know, from a deal once we get letter of intent, uh, but that's what due diligence is for is really uh, to weed out you know, those mm-hmm. companies that that really are not a good fit, mm-hmm. you know, for what we're
0: doing. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just talk a little bit about how, uh, you know, your acquisition strategy impacts uh, employee ownership at HB Global and how it impacts the employee owner? Yeah,
1: I think first and foremost, it allows us to grow our employee ownership base, you know, quickly. Uh, so if we relied entirely um, on organic growth, we would more slowly add employee owners to our mix. And so, you know, I think, you know, part of my personal mission, I really believe in employee ownership. Uh, I believe it's really important for our societies and our communities. And so it allows us to do that more quickly. Um, You know, so that's a a big part uh, of what the strategy does. It also uh, creates a tremendous amount of opportunity for our employees. Uh, We've had, you know, a lot of employee owners take on new challenges just because of the level of growth. When you're growing, you know, at 20% of the year, uh, 20% a year, it it requires, you know, employees to to step up and to take on new challenges uh, and allows us to do that. And then, you know, I think lastly, it, it has helped us to create a lot of value for our employee owners. You know, I think all of our acquisitions are done with creating value for our employee owners in mind. So we're not just doing acquisitions to grow for the sake of growth. It's really being done to create value. Uh, I think our organization has really created a core competency uh, around that. So I think those are the three biggest factors of why we do uh, acquisitions uh, for the purpose of impacting our employee owners.
0: Yeah. So what's, what sets HB Global apart from other organizations who have an acquisition strategy but are not employee-owned?
1: I think the, the most important by far is that our purpose for doing acquisitions is all about the employee owners. And so everything we do relative to an acquisition is to improve the lives of the employees uh, for the organization. And I think that that helps us in that a large percentage of people that are selling their company are very, very interested in what happens to their employees post transaction. And we've all heard the horror stories. We all know about the, you know, cut employees to get synergies, uh, to make a deal, you know, work. And that's really not something that most owners. Want to be part of, and so I think we give them an avenue to take their capital that that uh, they've grown over their career in this business off the table, and at the same time take care of their employees.
0: I know you're very passionate about uh, the employee owner and building wealth specifically for them, and and that's that's really terrific. Uh, one of one of our favorite parts is we're coming towards the end here, and uh, we. Uh, each month give you a frequently asked question from the field and then a fun fact. And the first question this month is, what is vesting and what is the vesting period for employee owners uh, in an HB Global company?
1: So once you're eligible for the ESOP plan, uh, each year you're allocated a number of shares. And what vesting is, is what percentage of those shares would you get the value for if you were to leave HB Global? And so that happens between uh, year two and six. Once you've been employed for two years with HB Global, uh, any shares that you had upon you leaving the company, you would get 20% of those shares, and it increases by 20% a year. So in year two, you get 20%, in year three, 40%, and so on, to once you've been here six years. of all the shares you're allocated through the ESOP plan, the value of those shares is yours when you leave the company.
0: Terrific. And uh, ending the podcast with a fun fact about employee ownership, what do you have for us this month?
1: Yeah, over a 10 year period, ESOP companies have 25% higher job growth rate compared to companies that do not have an ESOP.
0: Well, that's that's a fun fact. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Bob. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rebecca. You've been listening to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen and HB Global Production. Thank you for joining us. See you next month.